As a disclaimer, Monsterfuckers Anonymous is indeed about wanting to love and have sex with monsters, but we want to make things extremely clear from the get-go. The monsters we will be selecting will be sentient and able to consent. Not all of the chosen monsters will be sapient, but we will not be endorsing zoophilia or bestiality. Anthropologically, monsters all around the world and media representations of them have had many racial and sociological implications. We will be as transparent and ethical as possible, while also sex positive and mostly having fun. Monsters. Creatures feared all around the world in folklore and myths. Terrifying beings such as the fiendish and frightening fae, demonic devils, sultry sirens, hazardous harpies, and countless chaotic creatures coming from crevices of every continent. As long as stories have existed, there's been one pressing question that has remained unanswered by scholars for generations. One powerful thought that has plagued our minds for millennia. Can we fuck these monsters? That is what we're here to find out today. Welcome to Monsterfuckers Anonymous. Welcome back to another fantastic, stupendous episode of MFA, a.k.a. Monster Focus Anonymous, a show where we talk about monsters, talk about the lore, talk about their media representation, and rate them on a scale of 1 to 10, or they're not you. It's you listening today. The day the episode drops. Nothing fancy, nothing good, just listening today. We're nothing not good. Nothing good happening to you, though. You get nothing good. Today will be an okay day. If you don't finish this podcast, it's going to be a bad day. So finish it out. Okay, bestie? Thanks. Whether or not you... <laughs> Should be having sex with those monsters. I'm your colorful creature consultant, Cleric, and with me, as always, is the t- our tenacious uh, technical analyst, Joe. Uh, tenacious, titty-licious uh, panelist. Panelist? Joe's panelist now? Is that what you want to be called? What, what if I started queuing you in the episodes being like, this is the titty-licious Joe? I would kill myself. <laughs> Just fucking Just yawn. Yawn, right to the, <laughs> yeah, Ron, yawn right to the mic. Yeah. All right, Joe, what if I just started calling you the titty-licious Joe? I think I would kill myself. <laughs> I don't know why, but you just like, it, like you're just sniffling your nose just right into the mic and you lose it. <laughs> I think I would kill myself. <laughs> I think I would kill myself. <laughs> uh, no, anyways. we're coming in with an energy, y'all, so please. Yeah. We, we're please off the back like recording of a, of a bad recording, and we're just like, please, we need to make this funny, everyone. Please laugh. I know. <laughs> So hopefully we can see how this episode goes and it'll make it funny. But today, it's the month of February. It's the month of love. It's the month of being around people. You know, Mm. Valentine's Day is coming up, Cupid, Arrows, all that kind of shit. But Joe, here's the thing. Neither one of us are in love, right? No. Yeah, neither one of us are. We're both suffering uh, and in pain for that. No, we're not. But uh, No, I'm having a good time. Yeah, I'm pretty good, honestly. I'm solid with it. But here's the thing. Love disgusts me. So that's why I want to talk something about the opposite of love, a little bit something that has to do with it, a little more intense love. Joe, mm. would you be down to talk about jealousy monsters? Okay, I philosophically disagree with uh, jealousy being the oh, the influx of love, but yeah, no, I would love to no, talk about jealousy monsters. I think, yeah, what, why, why do you think that? What do you think is the origin? Like, why jealousy? Um, thanks for giving me no opportunity for any research about jealousy, but I think <laughs> jealousy comes from... A state of like 
possessiveness in its most neutral state or form like i don't like obviously jealousy isn't a bad thing it's very natural for us to feel especially if we've been conditioned all our life to feel entitlement for no reason um Mm -hmm. and if you're not if your mind isn't wired for polyamory or anything of the like um and obviously i'm talking about jealousy and not its most intense or severe forms like just jealousy in terms of like i don't like what my partner like does talks this, to other this, people this or, whatever. or like does of that or like like t- like spends more time with this other person that isn't me who is their designated romance partner like that kind yeah. of thing um so, i don't so, know where it comes from yeah. but like i mean again like it you know it's a very natural thing so then my my follow-up question to that and i i have my own answer is why do you think we have so many monsters that are based on jealousy do we have so many monsters? Well, I think there's a lot of monsters that are always jealous of something. Like they're jealous of humanity. Right. They're jealous of uh, of love. They're jealous of us. another person end up doing a sin and end up getting cursed because of it. So a lot of mm-hmm. – I think a lot of monsters' origins can be traced back to jealousy and to envy because it's like they envied something and were punished for it. That's why it's like considered one of the greatest sins. It's because you coveted something that was – you coveted something so intensely. That it led to a negative outcome. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why, at least my reason for why there's a bunch of monsters, or I consider that most origin of monsters are is like envy and jealousy. Jealous of the gods, jealous of this, jealous Getting of that. And philosophical. A little, a little bit philosophical here to start off the episode. Cole orphan boy. But because of that, we have a lot of monsters based on jealousy. We're not going to talk about love, but that one. So, Joe... I brought up Jealousy Monster. I know you have. And I know uh, Kez, our producer, has picked a monster, uh, one that we haven't seen, one that we don't know. And we're going to rate them all on a scale of 10 to say which one is the best monster, the best embodiment of jealousy fucking, you know? Jealousy fucking. I don't, that's not a thing, right? Like a jealousy. No, that's, that feels like a thing. That feels like, like a jealousy fuck. But that also, I guess, would be cheating. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I get, cheating, jealousy, yeah. jealousy fucking. I'm, I'm going to call it jealousy fucking because it sounds better than cheating. <laughs> sounds kind of like cool and interesting. <laughs> you know, it sounds cool. Like, it's like cheating, bad, disgusting. Jealousy fucking, wow, emotions, sinful. Just reframe it. Yeah. Just reframe it. Hey, everybody, if you're going to gaslight and cheat, just reframe it. And that way it's not Be cheating. Be cool about it. Be sexy yeah. about it. Be, Market be yourself about better. It. <laughs> cheating is just a marketing <laughs> issue. <laughs> <laughs> If you were better at marketing, you could better you could be better at cheating. Anyways, Joe, no. do you? We don't condone cheating here at MFA. I want to, I want to be very clear here in this bit. Oh God, I don't want anyone tweeting at us like, "Oh, you're, everyone's excusing jealousy." We're not. Shut up. Uh, anyways, Joe, before the day, uh, before Valentine's Day, do you want to get started with your monster? Yeah, of course. Okay, do you want to do you want to do it? <laughs> I mean, you, of course. Yeah, do you want to do something? Yeah, there of with course. It? Um, so I will start right off the bat with a more unconventional um, interpretation of our topic for today. I'll be talking about Megara, the Punisher of Jealousy. We can't even get like a baseline, huh? We can't even start with no. a baseline. <laughs> because I'm starting first and you're not letting me start next. It doesn't what work do you that mean? Way. We have an order. Okay. In Greek mythology, Megara is one of the Aranese sisters punishers of the underworld either born of uranus's blood droplets or the darkness of nyx megara is the punisher of jealous rage and violence 
No matter the crime, their collective job was to punish men whosoever hath sworn a false oath. In a shadowy black robe and serpent whip, she sent spectral visions and showers of poison to evildoers of the worst acts of jealousy. Okay, so she's a punisher. She's a little punisher. Punisher. She's a little pun punisher. Did you play Hades? I have not played Hades actually. I'm not a big uh I'm not a big roguelikes fan, so I oh, avoided it. Yeah. But it looks a lot of fun. I want to play the second one that came like it's coming out with Kronos because I like the Titans more than I liked mm. like Greek gods and shit like that. So I'm interested. You know what? You're so valid. You know what? Yeah. That's fair. I will I will I will deal with that. But no, yeah, Megara um from Hades is my reference point for today. Um and She's not a great design, I will a, say. Not a liar's uh, depiction of Stanley Tucci. Um, oh, come on. Shot. Oh, my God. Every time. Oh, Stanley, oh, Cucci, oh. Stanley Tucci's hot. Stanley Tucci? Stanley Tucci won the thing. So how about you shut the fuck up? Because nobody that? listened and then was fucking voted in the poll <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. I don't. Have we ever said it in an episode like that people what? can do that? That like we post these on Spotify, and like for the first week, you can go down and vote for which monster you think is better, and it becomes our Twitter banner for a while. It needs to not be just the first week; it needs to be a couple more, a couple I don't more give, weeks. I don't, I don't fucking as, yeah, specifically Spotify mobile. Spotify mobile. Yeah, I don't know why we did just a weird ad pluck in the middle of this. Anyway, <laughs> uh, some of you don't even have Spotify, so we're not being very fair. Um, yeah, I don't give a shit. But though, yeah. So. Um, so I, this is a funny thing for me to choose because me as a person, even though I just said jealousy is very natural, jealousy is not very, is not a natural thing for me. Mm. Um, like I can get FOMO, I can get like all of the other things of like, damn, I wish I did this instead of like blah, blah, blah. But yeah. ultimately like I know what my, as far as FOMO goes, I guess it's different because if I'm tired, I'm not going to go to a thing just because like I wish I was yeah. there. Um, but there's but still like a little far, bit of a fear of their like missing out and be like, damn, yeah, I wish yeah, yeah. I went to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and with jealousy, I don't mean I literally want to punish like every jealous person that has ever existed. For me mm-hmm. personally, though, jealousy on either like if I have ever, I'm sure. I mean, I've I've been I'm young and have been younger before. Like I'm sure that I have. We've we've felt all been immensely younger jealous. I disagree. Um. <laughs> We, you know, we 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 all have the capacity and have done so before. But mm-hmm. uh, in terms of my relationships that have had jealousy before on the my other partners, part it's always been so like beyond my understanding. Hmm. That's interesting. Um. Yeah. I, I find it interesting because I I I felt jealous before, but in a way that like in real relationships before, where it's something I have to like kind of check myself in. Where it's like, hey, like I'm, yeah, I'm kind of upset that this person, like my favorite person, is like getting really close to somebody who I may not be a fan of, because it's different. Mm. Like I'm not gonna get jealous of somebody if they're like with their best friend or with like somebody they've known for years. Like that's understandable. Like I'm not gonna fucking like. There's no way I can compete with that or like in their relationship is special. And if it's a friend, it's a friend. I can like separate that. But if I was at a there's I like if I was at a party and there's like a stranger going up to them and they were really getting along, it did irk me the wrong way. Where I was like, hmm, I kind of don't like that. Like I don't like why are you going over there? I thought we were like, what's what's up? Kind of thing. I so it's something that it comes in waves. I think for jealousy, yeah. Of like 
I've never felt an intense jealousy before. Like an intense, like, don't ever talk to this person. Like, I don't want you with that person. Like this person like is upsetting me that you guys are around kind of thing. And, but the people who do, for people who do feel that intense jealousy, it can be just debilitating. Like it can consume you, mm-hmm. which is why I think it doesn't need to be punished because if jealousy gone to an extreme is one, cheating, that could be into that kind of situation. Uh, but two, it can lead to problems, to fights, to anger, to all these other things that can lead to a disastrous result. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she's providing a service. Uh, <laughs> she's providing a service and Megara specifically is obviously a an arbiter in the underworld when like you are like at the you know, it is after your life, literally, mm-hmm. and you're being judged for the worst things that you have done based on acting on jealousy, uh, acting yeah. on envy and all that sort of thing. And rather than it's funny because the way that Negra is described that she is like an Avenger, she is like a fury of vengeance, like all of them are furies of vengeance, but okay. none of that does not necessarily make their personalities like seek personal vengeance or that they are inherently vengeful in their like work relationships or that they Mm. are jealous or completely angry people so my interpretation of megara is really kind of funny that she is like yeah i am someone that punishes these specific crimes in general um and i have like serpent hair and i have a serpent whip and everything like i wear the whole okay, thing yeah, and I, I have the whole vibe, I, the whole vibe. I, I send spectral visions to people that have done really horrible things um and i also mm-hmm. shower them in poison okay but this like is, me personally yeah. i'm not really that jealous i'm like not really that angry like i'm a very like collected person like honestly in all of the like hymns and like the retellings she is perhaps she and her sisters are so calm as they enact horrible uh because it's a job. She can separate, inflictions of violence. She exactly. can separate her personal and work life, which is actually super important, which was my fear when you first talked about bringing, this, uh, bringing her to the show. I was worried because we have a tendency to bring in monsters who cannot separate their actions yeah. from their personality. <laughs> like, absolutely. Absolutely. They're just like they're a punisher through and through. They do it in their work. They do it in their life. And having somebody that has a, like, a punisher. A punisher having a monster that has a work-life balance basically is super interesting and really i think raises up the appeal because as you're describing her to me one the bad side of this is like she's i'm gonna i'm gonna paint her in the best light for everyone involved but it's still like a bad light i want it to be said Mm -hmm. if she was in the real world and we had to like she had to have a job and everything all that stuff and again we can't punish people in real life with whips and poison what you can do is get them death penalties. So I think she'd be a prosecutor. This is a this is a French Revolution executioner in the 21st <laughs> century. Yeah. <laughs> she somehow comes to be a revolutionary. But no, I think she's a prosecutor. I think she's a, she's a lawyer and she works that. And she is somebody who will represent either the she'll either represent people like the best of the best oh, and try to get like totally uh try to get people to like who are defense attorneys get them like the worst penalty. Would that be a prosecutor? That'd be a defense attorney, wouldn't it be? No, no, it would be no. It no, it's a prosecutor. prosecutor. Yeah, so yeah, they would yeah. have the they would like do the maximum sentences though every time. Like they're going for, for this like, crime. What this do. You gotta get sixty years of a dick flattening, and yeah. that's 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 the less that's the least that we can get you on. Yeah, that's I'm not going anymore, and I'm not going less, and then we're gonna do that. That's your settlement kind of thing. And then she comes home from giving people the fucking chair, and she's like, "Hey, how's it going? Do you want to like go get some coffee? Like, let's relax. Let's cuddle up in a blanket yeah. and watch." And watch musicals or some shit like that. So it's very much Honestly, at her work. 
hard. Yeah, like, hard this type line. of person, like, this type of person needs to have like wholesome wholesomeness in like yeah. the everyday life. I think, and if he were and, to do, um, I'm sorry, what were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say in uh, in Megara from Hades, she is a very intense person. Um, like it, it, I, it's not like you work around this at all, but. When mm. Zagreus is like, you know, romantically pursuing Megra, she is also still punish actively punishing people that Zagreus befriends along the way. Um, like Sisyphus person, yeah. like um Sisyphus, like, you know, in in the retellings, he's like this dick who like, haha, tricks the gods, whatever. But like yeah. in Hades, he's like fully calmed down and he's just a regular guy now, but he still ha- has to eternally be punished by Megra. Um so okay. there could still be that aspect there, you know? So, yeah, there could be a problem in the relationship, which is that she, while she does separate her work and her personal life, she's the kind of prosecutor who, if your parents got sent, like, got sent to jail, she would still pursue the maximal penalty. She's good, like, or if a friend of yours or you're, like, your sibling is like, I'm still going to pursue the maximal penalty. It's my job. Like, I have to do this. I love you, and I understand that there is a conflict here, but this is my job, and I'm not going to bend my morals because it's somebody you know. Which is a positive thing because right. like you you have a moral – like you have your own moral compass. You have to do it and you're not going to – like you're rigid with it. Right. But that rigidity yeah. can like be upsetting to some way. It's like this is my friend. These are my family. There has to be circumstances played into it. I, you know what? She, she kind of seems like somebody who doesn't take circumstances into account. She does what she's going to do by the letter of the law. I do kind of appreciate that still. It, I appreciate it and it also can be inherently problematic. So I of think course. that's something to, to weigh your – to our listeners, uh, you, for your own personal scores, that's something to weigh in your own moral justice there of whether or not rigidity or circumstances matter to you. I, that, why are I we mean, getting yeah, very it, philosophical this episode? What the fuck is happening? I, I'm a little, I have no idea. Um, but like the interesting thing here is that like, do you would you say that you prefer in the spirit of mutual aid and everything? Would you prefer leniency because of connections that you know, or would you prefer like a a totally um What's the word? Strict. I don't. I don't. I don't no, not I don't not not, not yeah. strict necessarily, but like uh, without without bias. judgment, like without bias. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I. It depends on this again. This is all again depends on the circumstances. Of course. Like somebody of like. Of course. If I know the person didn't do it, and like I know actively, but they're like, no, I'm still going to pursue. Like, there's no other evidence. I'm going to pursue this kind of thing. We're getting. If I think you, we're getting a little bit off track. If you were in the afterlife and you and your girlfriend who was an arbiter of all jealous rage, you were also you were just a spirit and you but you had a slight say or you had like somewhat of a higher position than a, a shade coming in who you knew in life who committed an atro- atrocious act of jealous rage. Would you say to your girlfriend, hey, I just thought I was, you know, it's like my friend. Just let him. Just let him go. No, no, him go there's, no. At that point, it's it is what it is. You did what you did. I ain't nothing I can do about that. I am gonna be like if it's somebody innocent or somebody who I know, uh, who is getting maybe set up or something like that. Or it's like there's a little bit of like if okay. The only way would be if that action had like okay on like they were manipulated into doing this. They were doing that. There's this there like on this day this was happening, and that's why this like crime was so extreme. Should still be punished, but mm. not to the extreme. But she seems like somebody who will always go to the most extreme punishment. I mean, only if it actually deserves that level of the punishment, I think. True. I uh, There's something else I want to bring up because we've, we've been circling here. Uh, you've been circling this topic for a little bit, so I kind of want to move on to another aspect here. 
Okay. And that is what I think she would be in bed. Because <laughs> this oh, is a yeah. show about sex. Kez, <laughs> air horns. Uh, 90s guitar riff going off right there. Sex. Um, yeah. I do think she'd be a soft top. I think so too. Yeah. I think she'd be a very soft top, very much just like wants to make sure you feel good. If you want to be punished, she's going to do like the whole impact play, do everything for it. But afterwards, she's going to do aftercare. And it's going to be very sweet. It's going to be like not like, hey, you really did a good job. I had a lot of fun. Know that everything I'm saying mm-hmm. is in like the space that we're in. And that's why we're doing all that. And that's why I'm being mean. And that's why I'm saying and doing all this stuff. Yeah. But now that we're out of that space, know that we're good. I love you. Things like yeah. that. And in bed, I don't think she wants to be, she doesn't want to pretend to be like the arbiter or like a judge of anything. She wants to like yeah. it's, take it's, care it's, of people. That or she, if she really wants to separate, she had that separate of work life balance and she was like, I don't want to be in charge. Like when I'm here, I want you to be in charge. Oh, totally. There's all, I totally. think that she could, I think she could be a switch for it, but it'd be like either a soft top or like a bot, like just like uh, a sub kind of thing. Yeah, totally. Where she's like, in this point, like I out of work mode. Or out of kink mode, I want to be... Take the uh, reins! Take the reins, yeah. So I think she's... I'm not really seeing any downsides, to be very honest. I know this is a rarity for me. I talk about this often where I don't really have any personality downsides to her. I don't have any... No. The the more downsides will come in with the pop scale, which I'm going to queue up now. <laughs> but Yeah, uh, she is her, She is made of uh, serpents and poisons. Yeah, so let's get into possibility. Let's jump right into the pop scale for possibility there's two problems i guess you have to be dead yes that was going to be what i'm going to bring up you do have to be dead you do have to have some form of like i don't even know how you would meet her if you didn't have some form of jealousy like you'd have to like go out divinity. your way yeah it's very difficult to do that if even if you're ashamed you have to be a chthonic god most likely yeah because she's she's in work mode when you're meeting her she's in work mode she's terrifying so, yeah yeah the odds of you being able to have that interaction is so low already even if death wasn't involved so say you were a god and say we were we go into the scenario where we're all like uh, say even in two scenarios where i can see this work uh, where you can meet her regularly one she was like on the mortal plane being a prosecutor kind of thing or like in that scenario that we cocked mm-hmm. up or two being divinity and being able to go down to hell and uh, and Hades and have that in the underworld and have that conversation, it's still difficult because she's working. If she's working, yeah. she's not fucking talking to you. She's not and fucking talking to you. She's not even fucking talking to you, buddy. Move along. She ain't for you. She's for the girls and the gays. No, okay. The <laughs> other thing is, like you mentioned, she's made of poison and snakes. Yeah, absolutely. So if you have sex, you have to have like an antidote on you at all times. Unless she loves you, in which case she gives you like the ultimate antidote, which can happen because, right. you know, poisons, antidotes are hand in hand. Right. And it this, I mean, it is funny that we are bringing back, we le- are literally bringing back the concept of an Aranese and kind of the Gorgon. Yes. It's a, it's a mix of both of them, which is interesting. But enough. like she's, she, there's no concept of like her turning people to stone necessarily. Yeah. She's, you know. This is the best scenario lady. of both, I think. I'll be very real. Yeah. I think this is the perfect combination, which is why I like the Gorgons had inherent Gorgons and both Aaronese had an inherent downside. This one right. isn't as bad. It's just objective things. Like she's made of poison. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna get past that? Mm-hmm. She's made of snakes. Are those snakes gonna bite you? Can she control them? And then she's in hell, specifically. Right. Right. It's true. I don't know where to numerically put that. I think because I want to be more positive to her than I have been to other monsters because I do like her bias. We have that calm down. Um, <laughs> is 
I'm gonna give this you a have five. To die. I'm gonna no, actually, I'm gonna give this a four. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with a four here. I was gonna say four as well. Yeah. Because you also have to not only be dead, but you have to have potentially done a crime that puts you in a queue. Yeah. So I think it, and even like in the other two scenarios, <laughs> extremely difficult. I'm I'm gonna keep this yeah. with a four, and this I think a four is being generous. If like this is us being like the most positive we can be here. I know, right? Attractiveness nine easy. I'm not even gonna have to debate that nine. I've seen her like uh, Hades. Megara is also a nine. Like yes. I've seen like. <gasps> Oh no! I just hurt myself. <laughs> I'm good. Megura, she's punishing you already. Ooh. Ooh. For attractiveness, I'm gonna say nine. Just straight up nine. I've seen her appearance in Hades. Hades makes her look so fucking hot. I know. She has like the one wing. Yes. She's like gray, greenish. It's fucking like a good color palette for it. It's hot. No, she's it's blue. Well, yeah, it's a great, gray, greenish. She's what? Am she's I thinking? Blue. Of, I'm, am I thinking of the wrong character? Send a picture. You're of thinking her of Tiffany. Oh, I might be actually. Yeah, can you send a picture of her just to be like? I know she's hot. Everyone, calm down. But uh, I just need to know like if I'm thinking of the same one because the one I was thinking of had like a headband. I feel like I feel like I'm incorrect here. Oh. Okay, yeah, 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 yes, yes. Yeah, no, that's that's a solid nine. Look at those fucking thighs. Fucking crush me with them. This is a a, a painting you can get on Amazon. This, whole, this is a framed painting. <laughs> I want to I describe it for our, our audio listeners, which is everyone. Um, It's just a pinup of Megura. Of Megura. And just like, titty be tittying. That is titillicious. I know we said that at the beginning of the show, but that but is... Great. Great abs. Like, Great it's kind abs. of like a solid pinup. It's a, no, this is like a good one. Like, this is not like overtly sexual because it's just like kind of is like you see her abs fucking like it, this is a hot picture. Like, it, you could, if someone posted this on Instagram, I'd be like, wow, she worked hard for that. It sounded great. She, she worked hard. <laughs> worked hard. Nine. Easy. I'm not even going to have to, I don't want to talk nine. about it. Like, yeah, nine. Nine. Just, just straight easy. Audacity. Audacity. Hmm. We talked about it already. I'm not even going to bring in the poison and the snakes part because that, again, that does make it audacious, but that's not as like, that's not crazy. It's the death part. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's dying. <laughs> but I love her. No, I love yeah. Her. Um, I love her mom. I want to die for her. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm doing a three. Yeah. I think it, I'm going to give it a four. I, I want to give I'm going to give it a little bit higher because we. What the fuck? The reason being is that. The reason being it is a four is because one, she has made a point like off, off of work, she's very kind and she's willing to have that conversation with you. And she has like that kindness throughout all of it. Uh, so if you're able to finally like talk to her and get through it, it's not as audacious because she is kind. Like she can be kind. It's just that initial dying poison snake thing that's going to make this as audacious as possible. So your I score can't be higher than mine. Yes, it can. We what? Well, I'm not letting that happen. No, it's too late. You said your score officially on the episode. You're you've committed to it. We've changed scores I, before. New rule: can't change scores. For this, <laughs> you're, full, you're so full of shit. <laughs> for this monster specifically, every other monster we can does not. Parental approval? Huh? I think this would be high. What? She's a prosecutor. My parents She's covered in snakes. Uh, again, more cleric lore. My 
one of my parents worked in the New York court system for years. So they're very much aware of courts and this is a New York. This is a New York court system lady. This is though they do hate prosecutors. I think they'd understand. So I think it's that whole conversation and it's an angel, like a half angel. So I think they'd also be cool with it with the Christian part of it. Um, and she says, she, like, is once she you, half angel? She has the wings. I don't know. Like, sure. I'm gonna. I'm going to assume she's half angel for my scenario here. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> and then you know, she again. She's not on work. If she's not on work, she's kind, and she's like, and you're me. My parents not at work. Yeah. So I'm going to give this a six. That's that's where I'm putting that. This is so interesting. <sighs> Is your score going to be higher than mine? That listen, out of the bit, that's entirely possible. Put what you feel like, what you feel in your heart of hearts, or what happened with your parents. I was going to say five because it's it's so hit or miss. I've never brought home a cop to my parents, and mm-hmm. like I've never been like this person, you know, potentially kills people. How does how does that feel? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I have no idea. I have no fucking clue. Um, but I, I guess we'll see. Uh, yeah. Is the, five? Uh, during this, during the, during these, this math hour, this is during my segue. All right, pause to the math hour. Kes here. I want to thank our coffee members for supporting us. That's Gav, Chris Chanje, Daydori, Akima, and Fonzo Surawali. Our members can listen to the outtakes for this episode right now by heading over to our coffee page. You can find us at coffee.com slash monsterloverpod or go to our Twitter at monsterloverpod. I also want to let you know that soon we'll be changing the intro and outro song for the show. With our new look, we wanted to introduce a different energy. So be on the lookout for that in the coming months. That's all from me. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Well, we waited an entire hour for that math. So Joe, better be right. Um, we, um, so for Megara, the Aaron Yeh's The Fury of Jealous Vengeance, um, my overall was a 5.3, Cleric's mm-hmm. overall was a 5.8, and all together, uh-huh. Megara got a solid 5.6. Great. So I love her more than you, which is what it is, what the math tells us. Apparently. Is that you're a bad, Apparently. Uh, you've picked a, you, how can you Apparently, pick a monster that you, you don't like? you've grown more hope uh, throughout. Uh, and maybe I have. And maybe you should you I can't believe you picked a monster that you don't actually like all you, the way. Blah you, blah blah. You, 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 you. Why would you pick a monster you're not gonna support all hardly? I will say I might like your monster more than you do. Yeah, no, you will. Cause doing the research for this monster <laughs> has uh it's not gonna be good. And I have opinions already no. formed. Because while you Absolutely. went to uh the Greek pantheon to get you a uh, to get you a monster, I decided to dive back in to my biblical uh, religious trauma roots. Oh my god! And pull out the Judeo-Christian version of jealousy, aka envy. And who best to represent the sin of envy that God hates so much than <laughs> than one that is named directly for it? So I, the monster I've chosen, everyone, is from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, the Humunculi Envy. A philosopher's stone, a tool that allows alchemists a way to bypass the laws of equivalent exchange. Long thought to be a myth, the truth was much sinister. It takes the souls of thousands of sacrificed people in order to craft one of these stones. Most would be horrified to create such a thing, but one was not. 
A homunculi known as father became a living stone after sacrificing millions of lives and desired more power. Father began to extract parts of his essence in order to create children based on his desires, one of those being his hatred for humanity's bonds. That thought given flesh became envy. A genderless shapeshifter, a sadist with no bounds, Envy now lives to torture humanity and help Father plunge the world into chaos. They're interesting. I I think everyone as a fandom hates Envy, and they should, because Envy is the responsible for... I'm part of the fandom where everyone loves Envy. Envy, I'm part, yeah. I mean, Envy's they done horrend, horrendous things and deserves to be fucking shamed. In the Hall of, in the hall of Fame, in the Hall of Shame, I was some, one of the worst villains to exist. Fame. Not in... The, <laughs> Not in, like, the bad sense of, like, oh, no, they're just a terrible villain and they do nothing. No, the actions that Envy has done should lead them to be in, like, the deepest pit of hell. Right. Just simple as that. Because uh, let's describe some of Envy's actions, shall we? In the series, spoilers for the series, it's been out for, like, 13 years, grow up. But in the show, one, murders beloved character uh, Mayhews in the form of his, turns into his fucking wife and shoots him right in the mm-hmm. fucking face after Egregious. becoming his lieutenants, frames some other people, uh, constantly is, like, promoting the slaughter of, you know, thousands of other uh, people and, like, trying to get the giant philosopher's stone made. Then, if we go into, like, the lore of the series, started the Isvalan uh, genocide. Yeah. That's not yes. even... Her, their actions started the genocide. Like, their direct shooting of an Isvalan child, they became that uh, that warmonger... On their wiki, there's an entire quote of when Envy is describing that scene, and Envy is fucking laughing about it. Where yeah, they're Envy's like, laughing. Envy's like, damn, the guy who I framed for this was actually a moderate who wanted to stop the slaughter, but I framed him, and since he didn't have an alibi, the dude was hung. That shit's hilarious. I used your own moderacy against you. Suck a dick, basically. And they've been going throughout this for years since the first like uh since father actually became a homunculi so criminal lock them up Mm -hmm. that being said they are hot i'm not gonna sit here i'm not gonna i'm gonna sit here and pretend (laughs) i'm not going to i'm i'm not gonna uh break my moral beliefs hot Mm -hmm. joe you're a part of the fandom that defends envy why why is that hot non-binary monster shapeshifter true and also part of the fandom that, you know, grew up watching the show and was not, like, old enough or coherent enough to really understand the political weight of what Envy did whatsoever. Yes, yeah. Um, I... Like, obviously, it was, like, certainly it was fucked up, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what the what really stands out or what people, you know, forget the genocide part for is also the scene we, where we, just we find out... Genocide? We just forgot about the we genocide. Just, we just, just um, a little bit genocide. <laughs> we the scene where Envy is like a little fucking worm creature, yes. and Envy is we we realize that Envy is like jealous of human is of a, a father's uh, jealousy for human bonds and interactions. Yes, and that is and their greatest shame. In, right, and instead of um, being, I guess, normal about it, because obviously Envy is a homunculus, um, Envy acts out and hurts humans and just you know destroys them because it's it's destroys their own concept of relationships to each other yeah Yeah. 
detest him because father wanted to like hated the bonds that he might have had. So like it, it's weird how envy and all the sins and uh, are there are father's desires to like not work to be better than humans to hate their humans like humans bonds how they can be together how inherently they have strong wills and the these envy's greatest shame and hate and i commend envy for saying you found out my greatest shame fuck you kill myself yeah literally yeah that's metal but talking about envy about their motivations it's interesting but we got to talk about envy as uh how they look their appearances and their forms and then mm-hmm. Envy's personality. Because those are the two things that I think kind rotten. of rotten to the core. <laughs> because rotten. if we talk about their appearance first, yes, they're a shapeshifter. They can appear as anybody you want them to, which is uh-huh, hot. But the problem is one of the forms that they mainly use is a giant basilisk creature with thousands of roaring faces of the people who are trapped in their philosopher's Yes. Stuff, yes. Which, I'll be real, would not give me a boner. I think would definitely keep me flaccid for a bit the tongue though filled with the orphan children's like literally Uh there's i vividly remember the scene because this is one of my favorite shows genuinely uh is they stick out their tongue and it's just like talking still and on the tongue is a baby who comes out and starts like touching alfred at uh, uh, alphonse and is like please that's true please like save me there is no amount of head that can make that okay for me that baby wanted to die. There is no amount of meat. Oh, that head might go crazy. I'll be real. That sloppy toppy <laughs> go wild. I'm not fucking doing it. <laughs> like, imagine uh, like a thousand hands jerking you off in someone's mouth. I, I have limits, everyone. I have limits. <laughs> I guess you don't have to fuck that monster form because, and they only brings it out because that is like the culmination of their entire shape-shifting ability i guess yeah it's like it's also a way to intimidate the opponents is they actually weigh like a lot they're super heavy and it's a way to it's a defense mechanism for them uh to be like yeah i'm not actually a titan their third form which is a just a tiny insignificant lizard that is just all talk Mm -hmm. and because it's so ugly because envy uh in you know judeo-christian everyone describes envy as uh an ugly sin envy will conform like will uh uh will turn your face and turn everything about you ugly uh so envy inherently even though it can shapeshift to anyone beautiful and be a giant fucking monster that rules over inherently envy's true form is an ugly little shit because that's what envy inherently does to someone yeah (laughs) and we love them for it (laughs) yeah but no so it that's the forms you're dealing with. Uh, this last form is not sexy. The second form is uncomfortable, and the shape shifting is can be anything. So the shape shifting portion of it, if you're able to get past their personality, so let's talk about that. No, no, rotten, no, rotted, horrible, disgusting. Um, our new graphic designer, uh, Gwen, just just, just said, uh, in reference to envy, saute that motherfucker and put them on a bed of greens. One bite salad fork, <laughs> looking ass. Doubles as your condescending French waiter and your escargot. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Envy is actually French, and we're, uh, to all our French viewers, damn, we, we, no. Um, but no, yeah, Envy has the worst personality. Envy is inherently a sadist, just stone mm-hmm. top. If you're if you entered into a sexual relationship, because I guess Envy would fuck humans and then definitely get you to cheat on your lover. 
break all your stuff, ruin your life, and is a stone top that does not care about your comfort. Envy is going there to get off and get off on your pain. Stone top, uh, all Dom, not even a fine Dom, doesn't even want to do it for the money, just wants to beat the shit out of you. It is like the worst dominatrix because they are all pain. There is no pleasure in you do, in you having it. It is all uh, Envy's desire to torture you. All of the homunculi have this aspect to them where they are and they're fascinated by people who can who are stronger than them yes and like can potentially overpower them and i feel like envy is not above or beyond that i feel like envy is strong brat energy as well envy actually hates people who have strength more strength than them it is said that That like well, the other ones do, like you said, have that, like, oh, you're stronger than me. That's this is like this made this fun now. We're doing all this, like, kind of like bratty energy. Envy hates when humans win and hates when, like, things are, yeah. are stronger than them. There are times where the uh, direct quote where and Alphonse and a couple other people are teaming up and being the shit out of Envy. And Envy is claiming, after using the most underheaded tricks to, like, kind of get us, is claiming, oh, you're not fighting fair. You're not doing this. What's wrong with you? Blah blah blah. Like yeah, is, full child. Is, yeah, yeah. It is claiming all this other stuff, and will be like try to lower your guard, and then be like, no, no, I'm done. I surrender. Like you guys are right, and then immediately string up and like stab you in the back. Envy hates anyone stronger. Envy, envy hates strength. Envy just wants to win and wants you to lose. Do you know what? Whoever is starting to sound like right now. Sure. Who? What, what do you? What do you think? You playing Magic the Gathering. Okay. Um. I. <laughs> uh. We don't have to talk about that. I don't, uh, for everyone listening, I don't play magic anymore for a reason. I actually am not allowed to play magic with my friends anymore for a reason. Uh, Kez is one of the direct recipients of, um, my, uh, magic style. Let's just say. Uh huh. And Kez uh, and I were on the same wink because we just both said the same thing at the same time. Um, uh, <laughs> what makes you a desirable, uh, lover, cleric? What the fu- What? <laughs> what that has literally nothing to do with what the fuck we're talking about this is this is such a fucking great it has nothing to do with the episode it has nothing to do with like the the topic that we're on or the monster you're just, i i feel like if you're I a little anything, worm you're a little baby in a tongue made out of a thousand little people what Three little dick <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> what the fuck is happening I I I uh, literally I don't even say? know it's I I don't play magic anymore, everyone. I kinda wanna get back into it, but I don't think my friends will let me. No. No. Especially not after all this wizard shit. Yeah, no. I'm not no fuck Wizards of the Coast. Easy. Fuck D D, fuck all that shit. Uh but let's jump into possibility. Let's just jump straight into it. I think yeah. we can talk more about it. Uh possibility. This is close to a flat one. To our two. I disagree. Uh, I think Audacity will be a flat one. I will, I'll give a preemptive score for that. But for possibility, the reason I say that is one, Envy, while well, Envy's out and about, Envy's shapeshifting, that is makes it a little bit more possible. It's that Envy fucking hates humanity and will maybe hate fuck you just to kill you and torture you and leave your life in ruins. Honestly. So you know what? Yeah, that's possible. Five. Envy's a shapeshifter, so that's like, going to be, yeah. So it's a shapeshifter. Like you can count him. It's funny because in my mind I was like, oh, five, and I thought you were going to say that's generous, but it's no, no. Five. If, we're going, uh, if a possibility, I have to be a little bit more 
uh, lacks on like the personality and things like that. But it's like personality wise, Envy would probably fuck somebody just to ruin their life. I, I I believe that wholeheartedly. I also think that Envy would like is out and about, is shape shifting, going around. Envy would do a whole bunch of things out of fun. Envy would yeah. sleep with you and then literally chop your penis off and be like, ha now you're the best sit you ever had. You don't need it anymore and run away. Honestly, if someone had sex with me to have to like ruin my life, it would it'd be kind of iconic, I think. Would it? What do you know? <laughs> if someone chopped my dick off and said, ha ha, not anymore. And then I'd be like, fair. No, what? What the fuck are you talking? No. What are you? What uh, you attractiveness. Six. What? Are you are you doing higher or lower before that what? I'm saying nine. That's fucking bonkers, actually. They can be That's anything. That's actually bonkers. Okay, well, they can be anything. And yet the two forms that they choose the most are a giant lizard. They don't choose, basilisk, those. They don't choose those the most. Just because you could shapeshift doesn't... Okay, first of all, we also, for attractiveness, I also put in the personality. Enemy's personality? You want me to fuck a genocider? Huh? A war criminal? Do you huh? know the Joe? characters that I play in our games like, together? Oh my god. This person, god. Would, it's the exact person that would fuck Envy. Oh my god, you're right. Mitsuki I'm would. playing Envy. I am Envy. You are Envy. And Oh my god, Mitsuki's Envy. Oh god, you, we could... Uh, okay. That's not good. That actually is so bad. That genuinely makes your character worse. That makes so many well, things Mits- worse. Mitsuki for you. has. We're talking about our own fucking home game right now, but she has never genocided. She is way too apolitical of a princess to do anything politically important uh, whatsoever. So taking uh, Envy's personality into account, just I like again, you just saying that makes this worse. Is that Envy is a stone top sadist who has no like no amount of love in their heart for anyone, but could also and be a brat princess. I think they have. There's just so many aspects to Envy. That's not good. No, not brat, I don't think it's a brat princess. They're giant basilisk I'll with suck human that hands. Non-binary monster dick any day. Uh, I, I six is so generous already. So let's move on. Attractiveness. Okay. Not attractiveness. Sorry, audacity. One. I've already said it. This is super fucking Two. audacious. There's no way. Envy hates humanity. Envy will murder you. Envy will torture you. There's no... If you're an yeah. extreme masochist, then this is your fucking day. If you want somebody who will never love you, but also just beat your ass, yeah, go for it. This I want it. that. You're not an extreme masochist. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, yes, I am. Anyway, um, <laughs> parental approval? None. Eight. What? Shapeshifting. I hate my parents. They don't have to like my parents. They're going to cause drama. Work. They're going to go to your parents' house. And be like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll go. I, yeah, you know, what? I, yeah, I go to my parents' house and cause drama too. Yeah, they're gonna like they're going to out you to your parents. They're then going to somehow get shapeshift into your dad, call the IRS, and like get them fucking tax evaded <laughs> or something for fraud. And then he's going to fucking somehow get your mom arrested on a murder charge. That can happen like, to you. Yeah, that that's why this is you. low. What do you mean? This, what do you mean this can happen to me? What do you What do you mean? I think it could work. No, inherently no. One, I'm not playing this. No. Okay. Cool. 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 There's no. There's no way this works. I don't understand. Now like, that we I, have I, all I, the numbers, you, let's go ahead and pause for math, everybody. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck is happening right now. I I feel like I'm in a fever dream. All right, Joe. What's your numbers for en- the? I guess the envious envy is kind of just what we got to do here. The envious envy. The envious envy. Um, for me, I oh, whoops, I have been I 
I flipped uh, our numbers around. Um, Joe's bad at math. For me, um, that is a six. (laughs) And for Cleric, that is a 3.3, which leaves Envy at a total 4.7. That's more than generous for Envy, everyone. I want that to be fair. No one should be like, oh, I wish Envy should be higher. No, that's generous. Envy should definitely be lower, but... You got an envy. St- we got an envy stand in the chat. So, <laughs> all right. So that's it for envy. And we did Joe's monster. We done mind. And now, as always, it's time to go to Kez's monster. As a, as we usually do, me and Joe have no idea what this monster is. We have no idea what uh, uh, what Kez has chosen. So we're gonna open the document and then we're gonna rate it on a scale of one to ten uh, live for, for all our reactions. So, Joe, are you ready to open the document? Yeah. Oh my God, Kez is tapping their fingers like a little villain. Little little fucking disgusting little villain. All right, Joe, I have the ready? I have it open. All right, three, two. Okay, I'm gonna open it right now. The headline is "It's time to unionize, boys." Oh my fucking god, you're so stupid. Wait, are you looking at it? I'm looking at it. Yeah, because it's it's on my phone. So it instantly <laughs> popped up. I, you're fucking. I I I actually upset by this. You're so fucking stupid. This um, is dumb. This is dumb. This is. I don't want to talk. This so is dumb. We'll be talking about. Randall Boggs from Monsters, Inc. I'm beating the shit out of you, Kez. His lithe, shimmering, and purple lizard-like body makes him adept at worming his way through tight spots, and his two sets of arms just so he can feel his way around more than the break room fridge. If you ever hear a noise in the dark in your room, it's probably not Randall, but don't you wish it was? Fuck you, Kez. Because... Why you gotta make me? I think Kes is, like is onto something. Well, as Kes uh, put it to me in between our little reading sessions, Randall technically counts in the form of jealousy because he is jealous of Sully of what Sully has and covets what Sully wants of being like the top earner. And jealousy is not only he about a monster. love. He is a monster, and jealousy isn't about also about love. It can be coveting someone's positions, somewhat what somebody has. Uh, it's not greed. It's jealousy. That's the difference. And fuck you for making me have to talk about Randall in a sexy way. I didn't watch the University Monsters, Inc. I don't yeah, know, like, where so it happened. I'll explain that one because I saw that. So in the University one, he's a nerd like uh, like Wazowski or whatever, mm-hmm. or no, Mike or whatever. Uh, they're both nerds and he has, like, glasses and he's just, like, kind of uh, he's so a cute person. The problem being is that – so he's kind of a – he's delegated in a background role. Um, but Sully or somebody tells him like, Hey, listen, you'll be scarier if you take off your nerd glasses. So he does. So then the reason why he's always squinting in all of the other movies is because he can't see well. Did so he because get contacts? He t- I, I don't fucking know if he got contacts for it, but you, that's how the explanation they get. He took off his glasses and he started like doing that evil squint that he has throughout the entire movie of the first one. So he then, the lore that happens here is he then gets hired as a scarer because without his glasses he becomes way scarier and then Mm -hmm. as he gets like he's a nerd which is that basic progression which i've been uh it's been happening more recently in uh, movies and tv shows where like this nerd character who like you thought was a nerd and oh it's because he's a nerd he's like a nice guy like no if he gets power he's gonna be a shitty person and that's kind of what happens is like all the popularity and power goes to his head and he wants more and more and more and he ends Mm. up becoming a shitty person which also i guess him being a nerd explains how he built the machine that like it was the scream sucker. So it wasn't just like he had some nerd dude. He's like, no, he actually knew how to do it. And he built it himself. 
So it's kind of a, it gives you a little bit of perspective, but also makes it a little bit worse that his evil grin and what makes him evil is because he took off his glasses. <laughs> That's his evil, technically his evil origin story. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. Um, personality wise, he's a little shit. <laughs> he's an incel. He's an incel. Yeah. He's a Reddit incel. There's literally no if and or but it. He hates children. He wants to suck fucking kids' screams out of them with a machine. That's fucking horrific. He's been passed over. He's the type of incel that like goes on Reddit. He's like, my boss, me, pass me over for another promotion today for one of those basic bitches. God, this is why the scream world, why the monster world's going downhill is because we keep promoting these disgusting, these basic bitch monsters instead of real alpha monsters like me. If you or a loved one has been affected by a Discord Redditor, uh, please call uh, by call this number. Uh, please call this number. It's a helpline. We won't help you, but might help yourself. We won't help you. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I'm down. Did you? Why are you down? Why? I I feel like having watched Monsters Inc. as a mm. child a long, long time ago. Obviously. Um, I don't know. Like, obviously, I was really terrified of the scream sucker scene. His whole vibe was like not. I feel like at the point of like media consumption, you're I am you when maybe maybe not for everybody, but I feel like when you're just really starting watching things, you're like, oh, bad guys are bad, and like you should never like bad guys. Um, but even then, I think even though I was terrified of the scream sucker, terrified terrified of Randall, obviously now. What I do with things that I've been scared with is to mm-hmm. psychosexualize the fear. Okay. Um, All right. I'm with you. I'm with you so far. A lot of lot of leg, whole body, flexible, bendy. Yeah. I, okay. I, I'll, I'll relent mouth. a little bit here and say that he is. A, <laughs> I hate talking to you, dog. Uh, he is a sexy monster, just base level. Like. Yeah. It's. He's like I like the li- like I'm I'm a big fan for lizards so his appearance immediately like is attracted to the lilac color is cool he like him turning invisible it's kind of chameleon like uh, it's really cool. he moves it's a cool he has a great design I think he has a phenomenal design and phenomenal color value yeah. and his abilities are amazing it's his incelness that really drags him down yeah so and he's also a capitalist he's a, he's an incel capitalist for sure. So sure. he's the type of person that would uh, who would support Elon buying Twitter. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, pretty pretty much, pretty much, or just like think that it's like funny and just like go along with it and like learn yeah. how to use it. And um, meme. I will say the one character who I was actually very uh, invested in was uh, Mike's uh, Gorgon girlfriend. Yes, she was hot. Gonna, she was iconic. She was hot. Um, yeah. Uh, one eye, Gorgon legs. If she was her, ten out of ten. You already know, but she's not greedy and envious. Well, actually, she could be envious a little bit. She was always mad at uh, Mike, uh, and was just like, "Why can't you spend more time with me? Who are you? Like, who are you with?" And that could be a form of jealousy, you know, just like that idea of uh, envious of other people's time. It's not her whole thing, though. Yeah, it's not her own thing, except it's Randall's whole thing. So let's start ranking him on the Papa scale because I don't want to talk about him any longer because he's fucking just. Disgusting possibility. Um, if we're going to the Monster Inc. world, like if we're imagining that uh, someone can open up their closet and come through and scare you, or that we're monsters in the monster world, it's fairly possible. I'm gonna be very honest here. Yeah. If if we're going about now and say we're humans, 
one, they'd have to pick our door and yell at us. And they mostly ha- like frighten children. So we'd have to have kids. Um, right. So that makes us a little less possible. But the fact that they can we enter can be anywhere. We MILF. We can be two little MILFs oh uh, with God, kids. Yeah. Two MILFs with kids divorced. And then Randall pops up and you're like, oh, you can yeah. scare me anytime, Randy. Ooh. Randy, uh, Jesus. Yeah. So you can do that. Um, then there's also if we were you the monster world. If we were in the monster world and we were monsters, then it, you could just work in Monsters Inc. You just fucking work together. Yeah, this is fairly possible. I'm gonna give this a seven. God, I didn't even think you were gonna go that high. Um, I was gonna say six, so I might stick with six. Okay, I think it's fair. I'm giving it this high because every other score is gonna be so low. <laughs> so this is like, oh, oh, got yeah. it, got it. Yeah. Okay. So I think this is this is an initial high because it's like yeah it is pretty possible it's not possible for me because my closet is not attached to my room <laughs> so Randall will have to like mm-hmm. leave I'll have to like go out and have to like my standing closet really try and in. yeah so if you don't have a closet would I don't you know what would be interesting if they did standing closets <laughs> like you know like an IKEA standing closet and you like suddenly a new door opens and you see like a giant monster trying to squeeze out of like an IKEA uh, wood frame <laughs> it's. I'm sure they've had to go through many inventive ways to scare children. It's true. But it's speaking of ways to scare children, attractiveness. Um, mm, like a seven. The reason my the attractiveness is down uh, is, again, incel. His appearance is hot. His incel vibes. And his thinking about him in, as sex, like in a sexual way, he seems like he would try to top but have like do it in the worst way. He doesn't know where the clit is. Everyone. He, he seems like he would try to like slap you with his dick or something. Like yeah. That kind of. He, he looks like he doesn't know where anything is and he'll just like finish and be like, do you like that baby? He's like, uh, it's been like 20, it's been like two minutes. King. <laughs> Randall. Yeah. Randall. It's been, it's been two minutes. And he's like, well, I had a great time and I know you were making noises. And I was like, no, I was on TikTok scrolling through. He's like, well, <laughs> You were distracted because of how good it was, kind of thing. Do you want to? Is that what it means to be distracted? Is it because of how good? <laughs> right? You're so yeah. good, you got. So I don't think he'd be good. Everyone, for all you Randall stands who think he'll be good at sex, the answer is no, unless you top him. But he's too much of an insult to let you top. So I'm gonna take this attractiveness down to a five, just straight five. Okay. The only thing that's bringing him up is his design. As we've stated, his design is so fucking good. Cause stop making sperm motions. <laughs> anyway um audacity i don't know i think this is pretty audacious again incel i don't know if you were working with him maybe because it's like a work it's not that audacious you're working together but i think if we're going off of human we're humans trying to fuck this monster and he has to come to a closet you're trying to fuck the monster underneath the bed Mm-hmm. Which is hard to do because he can only come out at night. I want to come out at night. Feel my hungry time. Sorry, I was listening to Man Eater earlier. Um, it's a good song for uh the because this is gonna be an outtake probably. Uh, but if you if the best version of this song, uh, Man Eater is with Daryl's house. It's with the original uh singer, but it's with Aloe Black, and they do a slow version of it. Where it's like this, like ballad. It's so fucking good. I'd recommend everyone to listen to it. Okay. Um, what was your score? Did you have a score? Oh no, I was in the middle of talking. 
Okay. Uh, it's the audacity. You have to fuck the monster that is like in the closet and like the scary monster that's in the bed. I don't, I think that's pretty audacious to do. So it's again, psychosexualizing a fear. I don't think so. I'm going to give this a three. And it's because of that. Yeah. I'm going to give a five. Okay. I think it's fair. I'm not going to like clown you for that. If it was anything higher than five, I think I'd clown you a bit. Because I'd be like, that's, mm. I think a three, I think a five is fine. Parental approval. Hmm. No. This, on the other hand. No. I, okay. I'm trying to, <laughs> if Randall's personality was put in a human body and was able to meet my parents, it's, it would still be a no. He's a weird incel capitalist. Yeah. He is like the type of person who's like, in my company, I do this, this, and that shady thing. And I'm doing this. And there's this one company, like, there's this one employee. And like, we'll just constantly talk about like his job and this one employee that he hates. And everyone would feel uncomfortable at the table. I yeah. Think like, I think the biggest thing is that he just doesn't have like respect. I think yeah. it's one thing if he were a capitalist, but he doesn't have any respect. Yeah. So I think four. I think you would talk to your dad about stocks. And then when your dad, like when your parents just like, hey. Uh, when my immigrant father is like, what are you talking about? He's like, wow. You would Randall would call my dad stupid. Yeah, I know. Exactly. He's the type of person who would like, your dad's an expert in something. And he's like, oh, I actually did this. And then like, oh, well, I did this. Like, only an idiot. If you didn't understand the metrics, you would like, you would do that. But as somebody who does, I avoid doing those things. It's. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. I'm going to give this a one. I'm going to give this a two. Okay. Do you, wait, did you give him a one? We have the metrics. I gave him a four. Oh, okay. We ha- yeah, you're right. Uh, we have the metrics. So, Joe, you ready to stonk it up? Boss for math. Boss for math. Why? So, Joe, what's the scores? So, the score is because your fucking idiot ass didn't raise Envy's overall score. Randall got a 4.3 for you. Randall what? got a 5.5 for me. So, Randall has a 4.9, which is 0.2 points above Envy. I'm actually The producer pick that. one. Oh, f- for the episode? Yeah, no, not the episode, sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, there's no way Kez won for the episode. I'm fine with with Envy being the bottom here. Randall is not hot, but it's better than Envy. Envy's a... What, what's worse, everyone? An incel or someone who commits genocide? You know what? You decide. Or another incel. <laughs> an incel... Oh, no, it's an incel who... A non-binary uh, incel. A non-binary incel who commits genocide or a cis Just male an incel... Gen- incel who is a capitalist and, dr- and likes to murder children. You decide in those Spotify, in the Spotify phones. So at the end, at the end, at the, the loser for today is Full Metal Alchemist Envy. For the middle is our producer pick, Randall Boggs from Monsters, Inc. Is it Monster, Inc. or Monsters, Inc.? It's, I think it's Monsters, Inc. Plural monsters and then our winner for today is megara um the aaron news of jealousy from hades well and deserved myth absolutely well deserved i think so i think she's i the uh, mega hottie mark megara if she wasn't um as inaccessible like possibility wise i think she'd be one of our highest rated monsters i'll be real like i think she definitely deserves a top like send, send all the math i feel like we should do one of these days and we could post it to the kofi uh like our own top 10 of our monsters that we've talked about and it's not so it's like it's not just like uh based off scores it's based off our top 10 of monsters that we've all talked about throughout mm, the show interesting so and then we'll con- like we can update that when new monsters come in so maybe something we'll think about but uh any closing thoughts joe you were working at a waitress as a cock in a cocktail bar 
Great song. Uh, for those of you dealing with jealousy, damn, that's crazy. Couldn't be me. Um, but don't you, you want call me, baby, <laughs> baby? But other than that, I think it's time for us to disappear into the ether. I think it's time for us to 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 disappear. For all you lovers out there, happy Valentine's Day. Don't get jealous, because if you do, maybe envy, maybe a little bit of Megura. And then I keep pronouncing her name wrong this entire episode. I want that to be said, everyone. I've been doing it, but I don't care. Uh, a little bit of Envy, a little bit of Megura, and a little bit of uh, Randall might be crawling up your butthole soon. So Rancid Randall. Rancid Randall coming in there and, and sucking your soul out your closet if you get too jealous. All right. Eat some chocolate for us. Bye. Bye. Boom. That's how you transition, bitches. That's how you fucking do. <laughs> you make us leave. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>